Welcome to the Principles of Success, interviewing the experts. In today's book review, we are talking about The Road Less Traveled. And this is a really useful book, uh, just as a thought-provoking book. It is, has a lot of um, logical deducing and philosophizing. So I enjoyed it. I did almost put it down a couple of times because there was things that I disagreed with strongly, but there was also things that I agreed with pretty decently, and there was things that I'd never even thought of before. So, it's a useful book in that regard. Uh, and the first thing I want to talk about is neuroticism, neuroticism, there we go, versus, ooh, I forgot the word, and I didn't write it down. Uh, but, but basically, neuroticism is where everything is your fault. And I've talked about how it's important to have everything as your fault. But once it gets to the point that it's mentally disabling, that's when it's called neuroticism. And basically what it is, is if, no, if somebody doesn't like you or if somebody's in a bad mood, it's your fault. If um, somebody, everything is your fault. And it can be crippling when it causes anxiety and stuff like that. On the flip side, it's the people who take no responsibility whatsoever. And it's everyone else's fault. Both extremes make you very unhappy and very unsuccessful. However, if you want to be successful, it is better to err on the side of neuroticism than it is on the side of taking no responsibility. Because if you take the responsibility and you view everything as your fault, not beating yourself up about it to the point of neuroticism, but by feeling that if you don't succeed, then it's your fault no, that, that is pushing it onto the narcosis side. Um, if you're not willing to do what you need to do to be successful, then you need to feel accountable for that. But if you don't, aren't successful, that doesn't necessarily mean that you need to beat yourself up about it because there's things that happen. Things happen. Um, in one of the motivational episodes in this month, Jim Rohn talks about how life will just sometimes... It'll rain on your crop, and there's nothing you can do about it. It's not your fault that it, or hail on your crop. It's not your fault that the crop got destroyed. As long as you did what you needed to to plant the seeds and till it and do all of that, then you can still feel good about yourself, even though you didn't get the results. Um, the next thing I want to talk about is I really like his definition of love. And his definition of love is when you love someone, you are hoping to help them develop their spiritual growth. Um, so that's how he defined love and specifically pointed out that falling in love does not fall under the definition of what he calls love. Falling in love is a um, chemical reaction in your brain to help make you want to procreate, which means have sex. So falling in love is not the same thing. And Feeling like you need that person all the time is also not the same thing. When you love someone, you're trying to get them, you're trying to, you're not trying to get them, you're trying to support them into becoming the best version that they can be. Next thing he talks about is everyone is religious because human beings are wired to be religious. Um, scientists can be religious. Um, and he talks about how a lot of, um, Scientists follow the religion of whatever religion there is, but he also points out that there's plenty of 
atheist scientists that follow the religion of if it can't be measured, it must not be important. And there's no real reason as why that would be the case. It's just what they've come to believe as their religion, that if they can't measure it, if they can't test it, then it's either not important or it's not real. And science has done great, amazing things, but it, it can't measure the intangibles. It can't measure the spiritual. So a lot of scientists who follow that religion just dis disregard the spiritual and intangible things in life. And then he talks about, um, he philosophizes about specific evidences for the intangibles in the world. Um, next thing he talks about is that religion is not bad. Dogma is bad. And dogma is what is responsible for a lot of the atrocities that happen has happened from uh, religious doctrines, from um, scientific doctrines. Uh, and when so the question isn't how to get people to be less religious, but how to get people to be less dogmatic. And there's dogma and everything. There's left versus right. Um, that's especially prominent as modern day religion. It's extreme, extreme at this point. Uh, he also points out that um, the law of the universe is that everything slowly devolves into chaos. I don't remember which law of the universe that is, which scientific law that is, but eventually everything will deforms into ununity. And he talks about how evolution bucks that trend, and over somehow over time, it's getting life is getting more and more complex instead of falling apart. So then from that he deducts that, uh, and this is the part that I really liked because. I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, um, and he points out that, the, and he does it way better than I can deduce it, but he basically says that the end result of us constantly evolving and improving has to be the, the end goal of us becoming like gods. And that is something that I believe in, is your, the goal in life is to become perfect, to become like God. So I thought that one was really cool. Uh, and then he talks about how evil is real. He talks about how um, most people, sin is comes from being laziness. But there is people out there in the world that have gone past that uh, to the point that they hate anything that is good because it shines light on how terrible they are. And so they want to destroy it. And he calls that evil. And then I kind of skip past this one, but he talks about how pretty much all of shortcomings in life comes from us being lazy and not wanting to do the things that we need to do in order to become better and improve and become greater individuals and constantly keep evolving. So that's it for this week. It's not, it's not a super important book for you to read. It's just a thought-provoking book that I enjoyed. I just finished reading it yesterday, so I thought I'd record a um book review on it anyway i'll see you all next week